Welcome to Our Morning Take, the podcast where our goal here is to describe for you the movie that is going on in our head when we read the Bible. Welcome to Circumcision Week. Yeah. <laughs> it's not hump day, it's circumcision day. Hey, Crystal, you didn't know you was going to get all this information. Yes. Yeah, Crystal's be... out there going, I'm glad I'm a woman. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we're really, cu- we're really cutting up today. Yeah, and that's the truth. <laughs> Thank uh, you for that. We finally got one this week. That's a second <laughs> shot. All right. Anyway, we are in Exodus chapter four. We have not uh, covered anything new, and we might not. For a while, because honestly, this is a very interesting conversation about circumcision. And one of the things we really need to understand is how important that was to God that the children were circumcised. It's so important that Abraham circumcised himself at what, 90 or? 92. 92. And, uh, and Ishmael was. And he did it himself. And, and he did it to everyone in his whole house, no matter how old they were. It takes a steady hand. That's true. And then Ishmael was actually circumcised. And then when. Uh, Isaac was eventually born uh, of God, the promised son. He was circumcised the eighth day. And then when Esau and Jacob were born, they were circumcised. So Esau, an Esauite, or in other words, uh, an Edomite, the first father of the Edomites was circumcised. At some point, they quit with the whole circumcision thing. Because by the time we get down here to Midian in Moses' day, and this is at least 400 years plus after Abraham's covenant, the Midianites have quit circumcising their kids for whatever reason. Well, I think we actually have a reason. I think Zipporah actually gives the reason. It's revolting. They don't like it. It's not, it's not pleasant. We know it's not, and we're just not going to do it. And that's the whole thing why it's so important that you do do it, because God has commanded that you do it. In Jeremiah 4.4, 4, uh, when Jeremiah was before the people, it says, circumcise yourselves to the Lord and remove the foreskins of your heart. So here Jeremiah is talking about circumcision is nothing but an example of what should be happening in your heart. This is the whole idea of Christians thinking that they can say a profession of faith. They can, they can say a prayer and and now I'm saved because I believe the Lord Jesus Christ came, died for my sin, rose again, resurrected at the right hand of the father they believe all of that. So I'm saved. But they continue to live a life, an uncircumcised life. And the Bible says you got to circumcise your heart. You got to cut that sin away. Circumcise your heart. Men of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem, or else my wrath will go forth like fire and burn with none to quench it because of the evil of your deeds. God always in the Old Testament talked about how important circumcision is and why it should be done. And then the second thing that we take from all of this is why the Galatian church, the church in the Galatian area, because that's not a particular city, but all of the Galatia cities were having a problem with Paul coming and saying that you can be saved by just faith. And the Judaizers were going, no, dude, you cannot stop with the circumcision because what did God say? I think Abraham was just reading a little bit of it. It's forever. It's for all generations forever. And now Jesus has come, and now we're saying we don't have to be circumcised. Do we have to be circumcised today or not, Abe? Go ahead. You're squirming, but I I, I want to. We don't, right? Nope. Okay, but then what does it mean when God says it's it's a lasting covenant forever? 
Is it forever or is it for just until Jesus gets there? Well, it's forever, but, you know, like Jeremiah says, just, you know, with your heart. I mean. Amen. And that's what the new circumcision is yep. all about. Jesus says at the Passover meal about the, the, the whole Passover thing, this covenant, this, this cup that you're drinking from, this third cup, this is the old covenant. I'm the new covenant. My blood is what you'll be drinking from now on. Every time you take this cup, now you're going to think me. I do this. So now we are circumcised in Christ. And that's the way more important circumcision mm -hmm. than being circumcised of the flesh. Our hearts are circumcised. All right. Any more points on circumcision or what's going on here in Exodus chapter four? Uh, I think we've, uh, we've pretty much got that all covered now. We can cut to something else? Yes, we can. We can definitely cut to something else. Uh, Sorry, I didn't get to do any of the circumcision jokes. <laughs> what we really do have to take from it, though, is that Moses had to be obedient. Yeah. Gershom had to be circumcised. And that uh, Zipporah is angry about it. Yeah, because the movie in my head, it's just like, you know, they're planning the trip and Moses is not even thinking about it. He's, he's not. not. Even, he's not even thinking he's about not. it. He's not. In fact, we said, was it off the air, Abe, that you and I said, why didn't that come up in the burning bush yeah, conversation? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God's like, and I need to remind you that you need to go get your kids circumcised before Yeah, you but you see, eat. and that's what we said off the air, too. It was like probably one of the chapters that he omitted. But now nah, I'm not going to put that in there. <laughs> yeah, because who all knew what was going on in that yeah. But that brings us to uh, today's lesson, uh, Exodus chapter 5. And right before we get into Exodus chapter 5, so Aaron and Moses, they come before the children of Israel, the, the uh, leaders. The but before elders. we even go into oh, that, well, just they, one more thing. He's always got one more yeah. thing. Go ahead. What is Gershom feeling about all of this? Like, he's like 35. <laughs> so we're not done with the circumcision. Yeah, I'm just, no, just, you know, his mom comes He's a up mama's to, boy. Yeah, so listen, I got to tell you something, you know. I mean, you, you're about to get circumcised, and he's just like, oh, what is that? Stand still. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the ceiling. What, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> no, on a serious note, it's just like, this is news to him, too. Yeah. You know? The cool thing is that he actually let it happen. I mean, he was <laughs> did a he have a choice? And the fact that his mama did it. Too. You know what, yeah. though? Like, what? You're talking, like, how weird is that? Listen, you're talking to these 21st century kids out here. nightmares there. <laughs> You're talking to these 21st century kids out here, and you're going, did he have a choice? Well, you know, every single one of them screamed out there. Of course he did, but not back then. No, nope, no. Nope, they didn't back then. They no. did what daddy said. They did yeah. what mama said. Yeah. They did what their parents wanted. Yeah, even exactly. when they were 30 years old, they yeah, still did. Even the same thing with Isaac, you know, just get up there, and I'm going to sacrifice you. Oh, no problem. Tie my hands and my feet together. I still live with my parents. <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to say? No. <laughs> Kill me. It'll actually be better than living with them two. <laughs> if this doesn't work out, can I get a raise in my allowance? <laughs> <laughs> so Moses goes before the people yeah. and uh, the, the elders, and he tells them. He shows them these signs, and uh, you know he does the hand and the cloak trick, and he does the rod and the snake. And he tells them that he, I'm going to go before Pharaoh, and I'm going to tell him, let my people go. And he is going to let my people go. I can just see, I can see him like in the Baptist minister uh, format, yeah. uh, preaching to these people. And they're just bowing and worshiping. Amen, brother. We are out of here. And they're ready to go home and tell Sarah to start packing the bags, uh, get Martha and, and Jonah uh, all ready because we're out of here. Right, Abe? Oh, yeah. So I'm trying to figure out like when this is going on, like is Moses the straight man or is he the comic relief out of the two? Well, like, I think Moses is supposed to be telling Aaron what to say, and I think Aaron is telling the people. 
But what you said to me and what I really believe too is at some point while they're bowing and worshiping and they're amen and they're hallelujah and they're probably dancing, Aaron looks over at Moses, maybe in his <laughs> ear and he goes, are we going to tell him about the fact that Pharaoh's not going to let him go? And Moses is like, we'll cross that bridge yeah. when we get filled. <laughs> don't, don't mess up the moment. I mean, really, that's the movie in my head. When yeah. really, when really, chapter five could yeah. be totally avoided. Oh, absolutely. If he would have just told him, now, wait a minute, now, hold on. It's not going to be that easy. It's not going to be that easy. Mm -hmm. Because you know what? As pastors, we need to tell our flock the same thing. When you get saved... Your life is not going to be hunky-dory. It's not going to be like everything's a bed of roses now. In fact, it might take a little time, okay? God takes his time delivering you from whatever it is that you're going to be delivered from. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of these faith healers, all these guys, they get up there, they throw their hands on them, and, and you're delivered. You're delivered. You're healed. Some, well, Deliverance ministries are so big right now, especially on huge. YouTube. Yeah. They're just huge. And I'm like, do they never tell them anything about being saved or anything like that? It's always, no, I just got delivered from a demon. Okay, great. Now what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's exactly right. So, so what I'm saying is we need to let the people know that it's not always just a quick fix. That's right. Yeah. It takes time. And he who endures to the end. Yeah. Take yeah. up your cross. I mean, we'll be saved. Come in. Yeah. Amen. Amen. All right. Was this, what was this, Thursday? Wednesday? Wednesday. Wednesday. Thank goodness we got two more days this week. We might actually get to some scripture. <laughs> Great job, Zipporah. See you tomorrow. <laughs> they named a lighter after her, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> Instead of Zippo, it should have been Clippo. <laughs>